Welcome to Jen's Lore Corner, a podcast focused on the lore in the Diablo series of video games. This is Jen, and you are listening to Jen's Lore Corner. This is episode number 16. In this one, I'm going to talk about Tathamet and the Burning Hells. This episode is part of the mini-series I'm doing about the oldest lore in the Diablo universe. If you missed it, you might want to go back a couple episodes and pick up the pieces that are not covered in this episode. In short, Anu and Tathamet killed each other, Tathamet's body fell, and this is what happened to it. If you look in the Book of Cain, which has all kinds of interesting artwork and information about Diablo lore, it says this, Just as heaven cooled in the spaces above, Tathamet's blackened, smoldering husk spiraled into the lower darkness of reality. From his putrid flesh, grew the realms of the burning hells. The dragon's seven severed heads arose as the seven evils, the three strongest of which would be known as the prime evils. They, along with their four lesser brethren, would rule over the ravening demonic hordes that spawned like maggots from the desiccated cavities of the burning hells. So that's what the Book of Cain has to say about the burning hells. So Tathamet was a seven-headed dragon, and you have seven prime and lesser evils if you put them all together. So it kind of feels like maybe each of those heads is the start of the primeval individual demons and the lesser evil individual demons. As I've mentioned in previous episodes, Tathamet was basically composed of all the bad and evil and awful parts that came from the being that originally lived in the Pearl. So it's probably no wonder that the demons cannot seem to get along with each other unless it's for a strategic alliance, and even that falls apart. In the Diablo universe, it would be incorrect to say that the demons are just evil. They're not necessarily good. They do a lot of things that hurt other demons, that hurt the people on Sanctuary, that hurt the angels, whoever's in their way, basically. And most of them are really selfish and they put their own needs and desires above everything else. They don't have any problem fighting against each other, especially if they think the outcome of the battle will get them what they want. And as a result, the boundaries of the realms, I guess, so to speak, in the Burning Hells are constantly shifting as these demons fight against each other and try to take on more uh, land, for lack of a better word, and recruit more minions. Their goal, of course, is they all want to be the prime evil but there can only be one at a time, so it's just going to go on and on forever. So while you can't really say that the demons are a force of good, they're not necessarily entirely a force of evil, they're more a force of chaos. And this is what makes them diametrically opposed to the angels who are all about order, which I talked about in a previous episode. And like the angels, the demons are immortal, 
in a way, just like the angels are immortal in a way as well. Both the angels and the demons can be killed, and this takes place during the eternal conflict, which has been going on and on and on forever. Essentially, what happens is when an angel or a demon die, they basically get recycled. I talked about that in the episode about the angels previously, but as far as the demons, what happens is described in a journal that you can find in Diablo 3. It is called Enraged Phantasm, and it is voiced by Archangel Teriel, who says this. The phantasms are unlike any spirits I have seen on Sanctuary. They bear a resemblance to lesser demons, but the souls of demons are always reborn in the hells. I suspect the phantasms may be the remnants of some early Nephilim, those born more demon than angel. So that's what that says. And basically what you can pull from this is that the angels, when they die, their essence, the sound wave and light wave that make them them, go back into the crystal arch and come out again, reborn as a new angel, or in some cases as a new angel that is taking on an aspect of Anu. The demons, they go back to the burning hells and kind of respawn there, basically. And this matters because, as far as things work in the Diablo universe, if you kill a demon and you know that's running around Sanctuary wreaking havoc and you slay this demon, he's gone for a little while, but he's going to come back because he's just going to respawn, basically, in the burning hells. And then he'll have to come back up and try to get you or finish whatever he was trying to do after that. And this is exactly why the soul stones are so important. If you go through the story mode of Diablo 3, it's all about trying to get a hold of this soul stone that has within it at least some of the lesser evils and maybe some of the greater evils as well. It's got some of those in there. It's the thing that Adria's trying to get. It's the thing that Zoltan Cool wants you to go get for him so he can be powerful again. And it's holding the souls of these powerful demons inside the soul stone so that they can't go back and respawn and come back and cause problems. There's a wonderful little animated thing that someone made for Diablo. I mean, it's like Blizzard stuff uh, called Wrath. You may have heard of it. And it's animated and it's voiced and it's, it's fantastic. I'm going to link to that uh, so you can find it in my show notes, basically. But it's a battle between the Angiris Council and all of the angels and the demons from the Burning Hells. And there is a point where they're about to kill off one of these demons. And one of the angels wants to go ahead and kill him off. And some of the others are like, no, 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 don't do that. He'll get away, to summarize greatly. So that's basically how that works. That's why the soul stones are so important and powerful and why you need those if you're going to trap the demons and not let them respawn. So who are the prime evils and the lesser evils? Well, there's three prime evils. And again, you could get a lot of this from the Book of Cain, but some of this is scattered out throughout the game itself in little journals and pieces. And if you go through story mode, you might get those in order or close to in order, and it'll kind of make sense as you go. If you're running through you know, if you're doing a season and you're running through bounties and going really fast and all this, you're not going to catch all of it. So I'm going to like use the Book of Cain as a source here and I'll pick out pieces for you so that you can understand it a bit more. So the prime evils are Diablo, who is the Lord of Terror, 
Baal, the Lord of Destruction, and Mephisto, the Lord of Hatred. And I'll go into more about these demons in upcoming episodes somewhere, but that's all you need to know about them immediately. And then there's four lesser evils, and the first is Andariel, Maiden of Anguish, and she has a brother named Doriel, and it's kind of, I've talked about both of them in previous episodes as well, it's unclear if they're actually twins, or if they're just siblings, or if they're considered siblings because the work, I guess, for lack of a better word, they do sort of works together, kind of. They're pretty awful. They're pretty awful. Uh, Duriel is the Lord of Pain. The other two lesser evils are Belial, who is the Lord of Lies, and Asmodon, the Lord of Sin. You run into both of those two in Diablo 3. So out of the seven heads of Tathomet that became the prime and lesser evils, you have one that is female and the rest are male. And that's really all you need to know about Tathomet what happened to Tathameth's body after he died and fell, and how the Burning Hells and the Prime and Lesser Evils came to be. This brings us to the end of this episode of Jen's Lore Corner. Find more episodes on Book of Jen at bookofjen.net.